Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. This episode of Untold Physio Stories is sponsored by Edge Mobility System. Edge Mobility System is your online site for everything a PT, OT, DC, MT, ATC, or fitness pro would need. Get certified in blood flow restriction therapy or training online. Check out our full modern manual therapy seminars, ISTM toolkit, edge suspension trainer, portable tables, and more. Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com. That's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-S-Y-S.com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business. All for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, the Eclectic Approach, Edge Mobility System, and my co-host today is... Uh, Dr. Andrew Rothschild, uh, Modern Manual Therapy, Modern Patient Education, Modern Rehab Mastery. And what? Spear underscore physio? Spear underscore physio, still going. Wow, it's a record. What's the most amount of consecutive days you've been Spear underscore physio? I know I should have kept track. It's definitely all of 2021, though. That's for sure. If I make it the entire wow. year, if I make it the entire year, it'll be the record. Yes, well, that's for sure. I mean, it's only March, so it's not really that long. I don't, depending on when you listen to this podcast. So, let let me know what you think about this case. There is, there's a PT who has been following me since the very early days of me blogging. He's attended. Uh, He's taken my live courses. I think he's taken, um, he's watched me assist Chris Johnson. He has seen me transition from, you know, moving away from pathoanatomy to going almost full neurophysiologic for all the explanations. And he's, so he's pretty, um, he's also heavily MDT trained like myself. So whatever I was teaching very much resonated with whatever he was doing already in practice. Um, so maybe about, Three years ago, he had some kind of foot injury where he he broke his toe, then uh, his great toe. It was either his great toe or his um, second second toe, and but either way, when it healed, it was maybe let's just say uh, a centimeter in into extension. So let's five degrees into extension, and it wouldn't lie flat. Yeah. It wasn't, there was no varus or valgus, uh, but that, that really bothered him. I mean, he had probably moderate, um, persistent pain develop 
as a result of this as well. And, you know, we did several consults. I even think I saw him live. Um, I gave him a lot of plantar flexion base resets. I tried to talk to him about this being a, a minimal angle. And even his surgeon was was saying, you know, for sur- surgeons try to correct everything, right? They just chop it off or break it and recast it. And even the surgeon was saying, this is such a minimal, like minutia of a thing to worry about. Like, don't worry about this five degrees or less angle. But, you know, it, it, it just bothered him. It bothered him to no end. Um, we did several virtual sessions again, talked to him a lot about the pain science. I, I tried to give him the the uh, example of one of my patients who was so worried about her knee that her doctor said was bone on bone. She needed to have it replaced. Uh, she had a pretty moderate uh, valgus, maybe 15 degrees. And she was worried about her knee. And then I kept on always trying to bring it back to her toe, which didn't hurt at all. Yet she had like a hallux valgus of maybe like 30 degrees. And I kept on saying, you know, your knee, your toe takes the majority of the weight of your body. Every time you push off, it has a a greater loss of range than your knee does. Your knee has barely any loss of range and it has a much bigger angle. And to me, this was like a perfect, like, stop thought virus moment where she would be like, oh, yes, I see. It's even more bent. But because her doctor never said anything about it, I mean, literally, I treated this lady for everything, including her knee, and she was all, she was fine with everything, whatever explanation I gave her, but she was so hung up on her knee. And I thought that the toe would finally get to her, but it didn't. But I, I tried to bring it back to him saying, you know, her toe had a much bigger Hallux valgus than your, you know, minute amount of extension and still nothing. You know, he he's like, I, I understand all these things rationally, but it, nothing really clicked with him. It just bothered him so much. So then we tried, you know, putting foam in his shoes to make it to like basically bring the ground up just like a, a little bit of foam underneath where I don't know if he taped it up, dummy taped it to him, but it, just to make it seem like the ground was touching it. But he still he said it helped, but not really. Um. So after like several sessions over the course of maybe six months or so, I was like, look, you're really anxious about this. Let's start doing everything we can possibly from the modern patient education standpoint, right? Um, so I got him on I got him on doing mindfulness. I got him on a plant-based diet. He started sleeping better. Um, we tried that and we we communicated on and off for maybe um, you know, once or twice a month for the next several months. Three or four months go by. He says he's back to all his activities. He's hiking. He's doing a lot more. He's his the plant based diet um, has improved his recovery from all other things. He's never felt better, but his toe still bothers him <laughs> mentally. Like he just yeah. he can't handle just the thought of that. So we kind of left it at that. I was like, well, let's just keep up with it. He gets back to me maybe two or three months later. He sends me an article. Uh, or uh, a blog post somewhere in N- like a- a- the average NBA player has the most jacked up gnarly toes. He- and there's all these pictures of them having all kinds of deformities, like toes are they're crossed at rest. And he's like, you know, I kind of thought about this. And if these high performing athletes have all these deformities and they have no, no problems, you think that this would, this would really change my mindset. Right. And I was like, yeah, this is the thing. But it didn't, you know, 
I was like, oh, that's a perfect end to the story on the podcast. You can finally right. come on and say this was this was the thing. And he thought that it did, but it, it didn't. So, you know, he was embarrassed to say, like, I didn't hear from him for six months, maybe even a year. And he's like, you know, I ended up with the surgery. Um, and the, the doctor tried to kind of reset it and bring it down. I don't know if they broke it and put in hardware or what exactly happened, but he said, it still bothers me. So I, I, I also thought that was kind of like a hard lesson to learn because it really obviously wasn't the, the structure, but it was something um, about the way he perceived it. And, you know, just in case you're wondering, I also tried to have him do mirror box and laterality training and oh, graded motor not, imagery and all this stuff, right? To, like not to mention that and see if you'd done that, yeah. Yes, yes, I did. I did. Um and then he reached out to me again just recently and he said that, you know, I finally feel I finally feel better about my foot and uh, I just wanted to thank you and all the hard work and everything you tried to put into it. And I was like, Well, I finally did. He's like, Well, I moved I moved um I guess like he didn't like where he was living. He also didn't like his job and he didn't, he didn't realize any of these things until he moved to a better place and also got a much better job. <laughs> That's interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean, all these things add up for the ecosystem, right? Like, I don't know if that would have just magically done it. I think all the other steps we, we tried to improve the ecosystem. Maybe this was just the, the last thing that kind of, unscrewed the pickle jar after so many yeah. people loosened it right yeah it did all the right things and all the things you would you would do and even even beyond and it just shows you how complex some of these things are especially from a uh, a trained physio who like you said you know logically understands it and it also shows like sometimes it that doesn't always matter because it, it, uh, those processes are still happening behind the scenes even though we logically understand something um, and it's, yeah, sometimes it's like, you can't fix everything and you, know, you can do is you can make things better to a certain degree, but sometimes there's things that you don't even consider that, that the person themselves is not even aware of. And those changes, if, if, once those things are able to be changed, they can have a significant profound difference. Sure. I mean, even though he was doing mindfulness, he, if he was obviously not doing enough mindfulness, I mean, I often talk about you need to do the things that you need to recover, you know, do the positives on the recovery timeline that overcome the amount of negatives on the recovery timeline. But if he was always in a, in an area of the state that he didn't enjoy or a neighborhood or something like that, plus he didn't like his job. So it's like, you can't even go home and not be stressed. And then you go back to work and you're stressed. You go back home and you're stressed. Yeah, you're that always, add, that, you're that really adds up. Yeah, you're always in the red. You can't get out of it almost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. I thought that would be right up your alley. Yeah, that's really interesting. Would you have done anything different? No, I mean, that, that's for sure. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, that's why I was going to bring up the mirror box and the laterality stuff as, as certainly from a sort of a brain training thing. Um, but really, there's nothing else I can think of that I would have done differently. I mean, did, you know, especially with, you know, the diet changes and mindfulness and you know, especially again, it's, it's almost theoretically easier on someone who is familiar with your work, and so they kind of know they don't they don't have to buy in as much as maybe a patient, a regular patient. Um, but yeah, there's really nothing else I would have done. And you know, you you don't think of like you think of, you know back pain, neck pain, headaches. We certainly associate with a lot of other stresses, work and home, and those kinds of things. But you don't necessarily think of it like a toe pain is 
maybe being in, you know indicative of life, a life stressor manifestation. Right. I mean, was it really the angle of his toe, which he knew was so was nothing, or is it really that that bothered him? But underneath it all, he just didn't like his life at the time. You know. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So where can people find you, Andrew? People can find me, uh, Instagram and Twitter at Spear underscore Physio. Uh, also, uh, Modern Patient Education and Modern Rehab Mastery, our online mentoring program. All right. And uh, Andrew is actually currently going through our Modern Nutritional Rehab with Dr. Sean Wells, um, earning his certificate in nutritional physical therapy, which is right up his alley. We don't want to say it's plant-based because that has a negative connotation, apparently. Um, but it's harder to find a more evidence-based diet. So, Right, right, exactly. Yeah. People are like, oh, that whole thing is, oh, it's all plant-based. I'm like, well, that's where the evidence is. That's right. why we, we're biased though. We're biased. We are, but still. It's also yeah. because the evidence is pointing that way. Right. All right. Have a good day. You too. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E, at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors, so one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Modern Strike Training BFR certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy um, in US, Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.